Faced with an uncertain future, many business owners and technology professionals don't have the time needed to invest in their business technology strategies. And as a result, they're afraid of their technology getting outdated and putting their company and customers' information at risk. The digital future is already here, but with all different choices in the marketplace, it's difficult to know which one will be the best fit for you and your strategic vision. Imagine having the peace of mind that your business is backed by the right technology investments that are tailored for your specific needs. Hi, I'm Brian Nichols, and I've helped countless business owners and technology professionals just like you, helping you make informed decisions about what technologies are best to invest in for your business. Voice, bandwidth, cybersecurity, business continuity, juggling all the aspects of business technology is messy. Let me help. Head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash help and sign up for a free one-on-one -on -one consultation with yours truly to dig deep into where you see your company heading and how we can align your business technology towards those goals. Again, that's briannicholsshow.com forward slash help to get your simplified business technology started today. We can become great at doing the, the things that we do well, the things that are, we focus on. Like I'm, I think our audience is great at selling liberty. I think we have yeah. been amazing at doing that. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. As a sales and marketing executive in the greater telecommunications cybersecurity industry, Brian works with C-level executives to help them future-proof their company's infrastructure for an uncertain future. And in each episode, Brian takes that experience and applies it to the liberty movement. You start to ask questions that pique his interest and get him to feel like, okay, this guy's actually got something that maybe can help me out. And then in your asking of questions and trying to uncover the real problems, build that natural trust. I know I went in the monologue there, man. <laughs> Instead of focusing on simply winning arguments or being right, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and their application in the world of politics, showing you how to ask better questions, tell better stories, and ultimately change people's minds. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. When I was young, I was fascinated by the stories of the men who shaped this country. The love of liberty possessed by the Founding Fathers struck me and stuck with me throughout the years of my youth leading into adulthood. They felt like titans, like mythological creatures being nearly impossible to live up to. I didn't know how, but I knew I wanted to be as much like them as possible, as much like George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and Benjamin Franklin as I could. Now I know them not to be anything remotely close to these godlike beings, but rather incredibly flawed men. George Washington was a tall, strong man willing to lead his country into a war against the greatest fighting force in the history of the world. But he also struggled with public speaking and was at times short-tempered. Thomas Jefferson was the brilliant mind behind the Declaration of Independence, possibly the greatest document in history. Yet, he struggled with severe episodes of depression and social anxiety throughout his life. John Adams was the loudest voice for independence leading up to 1776, yet he was the least popular member of Congress by far. His cousin, Samuel Adams, was in favor of radical liberty, but would sometimes get carried away by the influence of a mob. It is easy to forget that these fantastical characters so integral to our history were, in fact, human beings with problems just like any of us would have. Yet, this did not make them any less special, at least not to me, quite the contrary. Their ability to rise above those issues in the way that they did made them legendary. 
I spent afternoons after school watching a show called Liberty's Kids when I was in elementary school. I'm sure a few of you may remember this program. It was about a trio of young kids during the American Revolution trying to navigate the new world that they found themselves in. With each episode, I felt like I was transported to a time when tri-corner hats were the norm. At the time, I wished I could somehow be involved in those extraordinary events, defending the rights of Americans with them. I didn't understand at the time that we can't all be the next George Washington or Thomas Jefferson. Those men lived extraordinary lives, yes, but also lives of circumstance. If George Washington were absent during the Continental Congress in 1775, he wouldn't have become Commander-in-Chief. If that happened, would anyone know his name today? Or if Thomas Jefferson was born a generation earlier or later, would anyone have written those immortal words declaring that all men are created equal? Perhaps. But would they have had the same impact? I'm inclined to say no, that they wouldn't. Earlier this year, as I prepared for the release of my new show with We Are Libertarians, Profiles in Liberty, I came across an individual that completely altered my approach to the Liberty Movement. In the season one finale, I told the story of a man named George Wythe. Now, Wythe was extraordinary in his own right. He was there over the debate for independence. He influenced the trajectory of the U.S. Constitution. He implemented many practices that law professors still use for their students to this day. His death is still shrouded in mystery after he was all but likely murdered. I go into depth on each of these topics in that episode, but despite an extraordinary life, his most important deed was something much more subtle. He was there to fill a void in a young man's life that had been empty since his father passed away. It just so happened that this young man was a college-aged Thomas Jefferson. You see, when Jefferson was in his early teenaged years, he lost his father to illness. And this loss had profound impact on his upbringing. This was a time in life when any boy needs his father the most. As young boys entered into their teenage years, they need a father figure to show them how to become a strong man who leads a virtuous life. When young Thomas entered school at the College of William and Mary, he met George Wythe, who taught there. The two immediately hit it off, and George frequently invited Thomas to dinner parties with his closest friends, where they discussed politics, philosophy, ethics, and just generally life. While he had a general understanding of his political philosophy before meeting with, it wasn't until after he became his mentor that Jefferson's passion for the ideas of liberty burned hottest. He taught Jefferson the relationship between virtue and liberty in a free society, the importance of civic engagement, and when it's time to push back against tyranny and say definitively, I have had enough. Without George Wythe, there would be no Thomas Jefferson as we know him. There is no Declaration of Independence, and even if America came into existence, it would very likely look very different than how we know it to be today. It was upon learning this 
that I had a somewhat groundbreaking revelation that my approach to the liberty movement was all wrong. We can't all be the next Thomas Jefferson. That's just not possible. We can't all expect to be in the right place at the right time to create, the, for example, the greatest document in the history of the world or to found a new nation. Sure, one of us might rise to the occasion to fill those shoes, but we can't all expect the opportunity to be hurtling towards us. It may be important to be prepared for those opportunities, yes, certainly, but we can't just expect them. However, to become the next George With is something that none of us has to wait for the right moment to make happen. We all know somebody who is in need of guidance, whether that be professional, philosophical, or personal. What made With such a great man was that he was available for a young boy when he needed a father figure the most. And because of that, Thomas Jefferson became a name synonymous with liberty itself. If each of us can take the time to be at least one person's George With, the liberty movement would grow tenfold. The likelihood that the next Thomas Jefferson is in our midst will expand. All of our liberties will be safer for it. We each might be able to create the perfect podcast or write the perfect article or have the perfect TV segment or etc. etc. But none of that will be nearly as impactful as each of us taking the time to mentor someone trying to break into this movement. Fortunately for me, that's exactly the situation I found myself in with my new work position. Shortly after completing the season one finale of Profiles in Liberty, I accepted a position with one of my favorite organizations, Young Voices. In my role as program manager, I get to actually practice what I preach and teach young people how to apply the ideas of liberty in meaningful and effective ways. While I won't go into the details of all the different circumstances of my life over the past year or so, I will say that I don't believe it's all coincidence that I found myself in this position at this time, so soon after discovering the life of the founding godfather, George Wythe. I understand how easy it is to get caught up in your own problems. It's not natural for us to want to go out of our way and help shape someone's life when yours is falling apart or just won't come together in the first place. Yet this is exactly what we need to do to secure a better future, both for ourselves and as a movement. Be the mentor that you wish you could have had when you were younger. If we all take the time to be someone's George With, we will experience a freer world in no time. Thank you for listening to this 10-minute uh, monologue with you. My name is Caleb Franz. I am the host of Profiles in Liberty on the We Are Libertarians network right here. Uh, you can go back and listen to the entire first season now. It's all up and it's all available. It's all on the signers of the Declaration of Independence. I selected eight signers. Uh, and there's some really great episodes in there. Season two is currently in production, scheduled for release in February. 
Uh, so please be sure to tune in when that comes out. You can follow me on Twitter at Caleb Franz. I'd like to thank Brian Nichols for lending me his uh, open mic, and I hope to connect with you all again very soon. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. Want to help us reach more people? Give the show a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. Find us at briannicholsshow.com and download the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow me on social media at bnicholsliberty and consider donating to the show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Laura Stanley, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network. Trust the experts. We're all in this together. If it saves one life. Raise your hand if you've heard any of those tiresome phrases over the past year and a half. I know my hand is currently raised. Millions of people across dozens of industries were labeled unessential and forced to lock down with livelihoods and futures crushed in an instant. And as government has continued to expand its power and leverage fear to turn neighbor against neighbor, a group of filmmakers have taken a stand and are determined to help set the record straight on the importance of following the actual science of the pandemic. Follow the science on lockdowns and liberty from the Sound Mind Creative Group is a brand new docuseries highlighting the stories of those negatively impacted over the past year and a half by ineffective government policies enacted in the name of following the science. With noted experts like Nick Hudson from Panda, the Pandemic Data and Analytics Organization, healthcare policy advisors like Scott Atlas, and telling the stories of business owners, families, and just your average everyday person harmed by these government mandates. Follow the science on Lockdowns and Liberty is giving us a chance to make sure the true stories of the pandemic are told. So please help us at The Brian Nichols Show in supporting the Sound Mind Creative Group. With noted figures in the Liberty Movement like Dr. Tom Woods donating thousands of their own dollars to this project, you know just how important this project is. So head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash follow the science to donate and catch their brand new trailer to the docuseries one more time. That's briannicholsshow.com forward slash follow the science.